Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. October 27th, accepting all of me. We make peace with ourselves with all we have gained and lost and learned and become. Living Clean, Chapter One, A Vision of Hope. Who am I? As cliched and psychobabbling as that question may seem, many of us will identify with having asked it and having not known the answer, or more to the point, we didn't want to know. In active addiction, many of us could have answered this question like this. Anyone you want me to be, baby. And right after getting clean, nobody might have been the worst, the most accurate response, considering the shame we were feeling and how invisible we wanted to be in meetings. Denial had kept us from accepting the truth of our actions and their impact on ourselves and the people who love us. Many of us paid the price for this lack of self-awareness with the loss of relationships, careers, assets, even our freedom. The recovery process allows us to start contemplating our true identities, and it takes all the honesty we can conjure up, along with a healthy dose of courage and humility. We learn to accept that we've caused pain and injury, have done damage to ourselves and others while on our destructive paths. We also learn to accept that we aren't the sum total of those actions. Recovery affords us the opportunity to use the hardships we've endured to help others, We divulge our deep personal struggles, those from our past and those that will inevitably arise while clean, in order to deepen our relationships with other addicts. In doing so, we show our fellow addicts that we can stay clean no matter what. Today, I strive to accept who I am, what it took to get here, and where I am now. My past does not own me. Instead, I will use it as a tool to help others. Welcome back, everyone. This is October 27th. We're here with Jessica B. What's up, Jessica? What's up, Doug? And Jessica, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings? And can you give your home group a shout out? Yeah. Uh, my name is Jessica B. My clean date is July 2nd, 2017. I attend meetings in the Suncoast area in Bradenton, Florida, and my home group is Friday Night Clean. All right. Awesome. So what's your thoughts on accepting all of me? Um, I actually really like this one. Um, I think because it was something I just was never able to do for myself until I started working a program and worked the steps. But even when I started, I didn't think it would be possible for me, you know? So like fast forward doing this for a few minutes and like today I can honestly say why I'm like far from perfect, whatever that may look like. Um, I have a lot of acceptance for who I am today. 
And it's, it's probably one of the best gifts I've been given by this program. Like one of many, but one of my favorite. <laughs> like it is possible to be okay with being yourself. Yeah. You know, and having a yeah. sense of who we are and, and I always put that on like the backdrop of, you know, getting clean. If you asked me what my favorite food was, yeah, no, no clue, man. What yeah. kind of music I, I preferred? It depend what group I was getting high with. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of music. <laughs> like, did you what What did you know about you getting clean? You know, I think my my situation. Like, I always tell people, I don't know that I was a chameleon. I just had picked a person I wanted to be, and I stuck with it. And I don't, I don't know that it had anything to do with me really. Um. I had made a decision at a young age that I was going to be somebody who didn't need anything from anybody. I was going to be independent, always have a smile on my face. Like everything was good. And like, I brought that everywhere I went and it, it was a lie. Most places, most of my life, you know? And so when I got here, I probably could have told you some things that I liked, but they were just things I had been telling myself for a really long time that I liked. I don't think I had any actual idea of what I was interested in, what made me happy, what filled me up. You know, I never really looked into it. I just never questioned it, really. Okay. And, you know, the times that we were able to talk, you you, you do, you smile a lot. You have a good, yeah. like, hey, you know what, a good outlook on life and things like this. So knowing that that was a facade that you carried into to make up like your me, you know, what, what happened when you started, you know, working steps, getting clean and then, and then all that, was that something you really held on to? Did it serve you well in the program? Did, was that painful? No. You know, I think I realized by the time I got to the rooms that that was the stuff that almost killed me. Um, you know, when I got here, I couldn't stop using, I was suicidal and had had one attempt and had planned to be more successful on the second. Right. I sure. was in a very violent relationship and all of these things no one knew about in my life. You know, I had kept it a secret for a very long time. Um, you know, my family had some idea something was going on with me, but the truth is they really had no idea what it was. So, um, it was keeping all those secrets that really almost killed me. And like, I was really thinking about this after I read it a lot because, you know, it's hard to look at some of the stuff when you've been doing this for a little while and be like, what was the, what really was the transition? Cause it was a lot of little moments that, you know, for me, I wasn't some big flash of light where I was like, oh, this one thing of Narcotics Anonymous changed me and helped me. It was the process of working the steps and, like living this program in my life that really has gotten me to where I have some real self-acceptance today. But the first step I think was honesty. Honestly, I had been lying for so long and just the act of telling somebody that I was an addict and I could not stop using and I needed help from somebody else was like just the beginning of me peeling back, realizing how many things I had not just lied to other people about, but I had lied to myself about for very well, and for you, that was an about face of the, that facade that you got yeah. clean with of like, yeah. Hey, fuck it. I don't need anybody for anything. Yeah. Well, how about now? Like, you know, five years in and, in in you know, with a solid program, like, do you struggle with, you know, Hey, so-and-so I need help in this area. Um, you know, I think it's like variable. <laughs> I, I am definitely a lot better at, um, 
calling people and saying like, I'm having a bad day, you know, and I don't feel like I need an excuse for it. Like I used to, like, I, sometimes I just have a bad day and I don't know, like if it's an addict thing, but sometimes I just wake up and my life looks great, but I don't feel it, you know, and like that, the person I was before I got here would have felt like I could never talk to somebody about those feelings, you know, because I don't have a reason to complain about my life, but like today, I recognize that's not complaining. It's just letting people know where I'm at. And because of this program, like I have people in my life today that I know love me no matter what. And so I get to be whatever I am at any given moment. But I learned it from other people. It's everything that I know today. <laughs> Somebody taught me how to do these things, you know. No, that's the coolest thing. That's one of the coolest things about, about NA is like we, we rub elbows with a shit ton of teachers. Yeah. Like yeah. and teachers that we like, you know, and yeah. like, all right, cool. I'd like to learn from you. And then sometimes yeah. we learn stuff from people who are like, oh, damn, I don't want to <laughs> learn anything from this. But, you know, they're like good teachers anyways. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, well, so I think back, like even I remember in the beginning with my sponsor because she had so much time clean and like she would be handling a situation. But in my mind, what I saw was like struggle in her life. And I was like, well, you, she shouldn't be having this. Like, oh, clean, <laughs> she got too 20 long. years clean. Yeah. And then as time went on, like what I was able to really appreciate is like, no matter what she stays clean and like through these moments, like she's learned how to practice spiritual principles. She's still a person, like she still experiences okay. things, but she walks through it very differently than I did before I got here. You know, like today I don't have to like leave a bunch of damage in my wake because I'm having a bad day. And the person that I was before I got here, I may have done that because I just didn't know what to do in place of it, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. You know, when it when 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 our promise talks about like, hey, look, you know, we stop using, we lose a desire, you know, and like we find this new way to live, like we're yeah. continuing to find this new way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not yeah. like one and done. Hey, you know, and, and, and that's it. So Jessica, how about this? Like with that perspective of saying, man, I thought, you know, it was your sponsor for that case, but like anybody who's like, man, I think these people are clean lo too long to be going through this. And, and, you know, yeah. that whole, that whole thing. And I think a lot of that's super relatable, right? Yeah. It, it just is that's super relatable. Do you, do you put that on yourself? Like if you're going through a season, you know, maybe a character defects in the driver's seat, you know, whatever that is, do you, do you get hit with bro? I'm too, I'm clean too long this year, this shit. You know, do you ever get hit with that? I don't, I don't feel like I do anymore. Um, you know, for the most part, I, nothing is like an absolute in my life anymore. And I, <laughs> it's easier for me if I don't think I'm always going to be like this or attach myself too much to how I'm handling something right now. But really, I, I feel like it was the first couple of years clean that I, I still felt like I had to like, okay, I have all the information, so I should be doing everything perfectly. And I, I, you know, I was doing it to the best of my ability, but I don't know what really what perfect looks like. And the longer I stay here, the less I have an idea of that. But like today, I will say that, like, I actually really do use this program in my life. So like, I do share about what I'm going through because the truth is I use this program to get through it clean. And so, and also I, like you were talking about a little while ago, there's so many teachers. So like, I'll share about stuff in meetings when I'm going through it, because I don't know where I'm going to hear a message. And I, I really believe that 
we're so lucky to be, to have exposure to so many different people that have been walked through so many different lives. So like, I like to leave myself open to hear it wherever I am. I share it with my sponsees. Like I, there's just yeah, nothing. Right yeah. I don't keep any walls up anymore. I don't find comfort in it like I used to. And um, my pain tolerance just isn't what it used to be when I got here. So Bro, like, the, the living clean talks about there's nothing more pitiful than an addict with a high tolerance for pain. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah, it is. And because of it, I need to share it with somebody. I I'm like, I need help to get out of it because I don't want to be in it, even when it's short lived or nothing life ending. You know, I don't I don't enjoy to be in constant struggle and pain. I'm with you. I'm with you. And here, check this out. The one of the coolest things. So we get relief when we kick our shit out. Right. You know, we get relief. We know that we're not alone. We get you know, the, the, the teachers arise, right. And yeah. we get through a clean, but check it out. Those, those seasons that, that, that we're sharing our struggle, I'll be damned, man. If, if, if people don't reach out to me and they're like, Hey man, I heard you talking about this. I'm going through something similar, you know, and let's connect that way. Yeah. It become like a platform for us to help people. Yeah. Well, and the longer I stay here too, the more comfortable I feel with other people that are willing to do that with me, you know, like, when somebody looks so perfect, it's, it feels harder to say, Hey, guess what? I'm not. And I need to talk about it. But when somebody tells me that they're like doing this thing with me, it feels a lot easier to say, like, I'm struggling with something because I know they trust me to tell me the same thing. And I know they get it because they're walking through it too, you know? And that's, that's like true intimacy right there, isn't it? Of saying like, Hey, here, here's who I really am. And and we almost, maybe we're not void of fear of judgment from another person, but it's like a dimmer switch. It gets turned, it gets yeah. turned down enough that I can actually be real with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think everything's evidence-based here for me. Like my reality is that I have shared with, especially the people I'm close to, my sponsor, my close like network of people enough to know that like I am met with love, even with some of the craziest right. ass thoughts <laughs> so I have enough evidence to know that like honestly it gives me faith to just take Mm -hmm. the next right step and it's because it's gotten me this far you know thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world stop by the Facebook page fellowship with other guests or send me a text let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts until next time i'm your host douglas l namaste and god bless Mm -hmm.